Yeah, welcome to Racers Alley here at Beanie Radio in the heart of the mission. Uh, I think we're actually on time. Boy, oh boy, six o'clock here. Uh, welcome again to uh, Racers Alley here at Meany Radio. Uh, let's see, today we have Milk Crate Brian spinning some tunes, and uh, I think Wade just got here as well, so uh, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, but we'll figure something out, I'm sure. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, we've got some racing going on, I guess, uh, AFM coming up. We have some fun track days, and uh, go from there. All right, so let's put some music on Milk Crate, and... Uh, let us get our stuff together. You are, you are. <laughs>
back to Racers Alley here at the Mutiny Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, i got to say, uh, let's give a big shout-out to all them firefighters out there because uh, right now in California, a lot of things are burning, and it's definitely, uh, you know, uh, give a shout-out. All those guys are working really, really hard to save a lot of homes and all that good stuff. We are. Otherwise, uh, you know, uh, lately the Bay Area, for those of you uh, who live uh, in other countries and such, uh, we've been inundated with smoke. It's been a very weird uh, last week or so. It's kind of like uh, red, uh, red, red suns and all that good stuff. And um, definitely, definitely uh, dark out and, you know, uh, the fog and the smoke uh, just makes things kind of weird. Anyhow, um, yeah, Wade, how's Bryden been out there on the Sunday morning uh, with, the, uh, with the weather? The last couple of, last couple of most, times been weird. Yeah, uh, was almost you'd almost say earthquake weather. It was like <laughs> being in Hawaii. It was rain out there about twenty miles out or whatever, and just gorgeous. You know, some of the roads were wet and everything, but you know you just kind of tiptoe along and have a great time. But the weather has been really nice. We haven't got wet. Nice. It's not supposed to rain this time of year. <laughs> Either is it? Well, yeah, it, a little bit. Uh, but now, the, yeah, the fog. Uh, the fog isn't mo- mostly in San Francisco, but the the smoke kind of goes around. There was some uh, up near Olima and stuff, and there was a valley uh, over by the cheese factory. I couldn't wait to get out of it last week. Really? It was so well. There's your smoke. Okay. Got caught. Something up. like in Petaluma is burning or something. Yeah, uh, I was wondering, you know, riding through all that, especially up north, how that would have been. Wow. Yeah, so, uh, you know, definitely uh, give a shout-out to all those folks going on out there. Anyhow, uh, folks have been doing racing and track days. AFM has been out there, and they're going to be out there, and uh, I believe, uh, shoot, maybe next week, I think 15th. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Which one? There's, there's one doing um, Sonoma next weekend. Ooh, I, is that I Arma? Think it's, I think it's uh, Pacific Track Time. Anyhow, uh, uh, Riyama's going to sponsor me with a track day, so I'm going to go play out on the track for a day and try it out nice been, been, been years uh sonoma yeah sweet that's nice and close as well you don't have to actually uh you know uh spend the night out there that type of thing uh you taking the r1 yeah sweet that'll yeah, be the I mean, i'm probably gonna have to ride it up there and everything um real skimpy <laughs> just uh, just do it uh, i'm not sure if i can get some new tires on it yet before i was just gonna say i'm working on it be nice to get some tires yeah. yeah, boy, that'll be the first time on that bike. Uh, be quite interesting, actually. See how you like it out there. You get to stretch yeah. its legs. Yeah. You know? Oh, you know I'm gonna love it. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Well, I you want to do more and faster and 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 and. So I'm hoping Eric can go also. Then hopefully we can get into the same class. You Sweet. Know, but anyhow. So this is uh, fun track days over at Sonoma next weekend. No, I think I think it's Pacific Track Time. Pacific Track Time. Yeah, I'm not totally sure who it is. And, yeah, Riyama got some tickets from actually everybody I want to see. She's been doing a bunch of them. Sweet. She goes, oh, I got some tickets laying around. I'll give you one. Yeah, a buddy of mine, uh, she does that as well. I guess she buys season passes, and uh, yeah. she's been going Ooh. everywhere having a great old time. And yeah, that that actually seems really fun. And uh, I've, I've seen a lot of pictures of uh, friends on Facebook out there, and there, there's a lot of track days going out there, Pacific Track Time, Fun Track Days. Uh, I'm sure you can look them all up. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to see, actually, people having fun. Uh, you know, there's a certain degree of social distancing, but uh, once you're on the track, it doesn't really matter, does it? You're just out yeah. there doing, doing you're laps. Ar- you're already you know? doing it, and you got your everything on. <laughs> yeah. You know? Boy, that's going to be a and lot of fun. So you just really try to stay on your bike and out of the hospital. Same thing. 
Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Place to go. Right on. So uh, good luck with that. And uh, talking about that uh, again, uh, let's see here. Fun track days do have some dates coming up. Uh, September 12th and 13th over at Thunder Hill. I guess they're going to be doing the uh, two-mile track. So uh, that's something to look forward to. And then I think they have an October uh, 24th Thunder Hill two-mile as well. I don't know if that's going to be around the same time as the AFM races or not. Kind of check that out and see uh, if they're around the same time. But I think the uh, last AFM race will be in October, I believe. Um, so that'll be a... Uh, that'd be a nice uh, birthday present, actually, to go ahead out there. It's getting a little bit harder for me to get closer and closer to the uh, San Pedro Marquid hill climb right now. It seems to be uh, I'm going a little backwards on a couple of things, unfortunately. But uh, that's coming up here on October 2nd and 3rd as well. And uh, entries now, so uh, get your entries together. Uh, they did make quite a few changes as, uh, due to the COVID, and that's very, very important because if you're going, um, you're going to need to start having a log uh, I want to say September fifth, uh, uh, yeah, September fifteenth through October uh, to get across the border. You need to have a log of, you know, uh, where you've been, who you've been in contact with, all that good stuff, and probably recommend getting a COVID test as well. And you can only have a, a you know, I think a, maybe two pit crews, and um, of course, there's going to be a lot of social distancing and masks uh, across the border. So you got to be aware of that. They, they, they change a lot of rules. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, that's happening on October th uh, 2nd and 3rd. And I see a lot of folks on the Facebook book, uh, going out there. So I'm really, uh, uh rooting for you and, uh, really neat to see and, uh, excited to see how all that goes on. And, uh, let's see here. If you're going, uh, they're also going to have, uh, the, uh, I guess it's going to be a Baja international tourist cup. It's going to be in, uh, Tecate Baja, California, Mexico, in around February of next year. And uh, right now is the time to start uh, getting your entry and your payments in. Again, I would love to be able to do that. And, uh, yeah, boy, uh, it's going to be a fun time out there. They're going to have all yeah, types yeah. of people from all over the world. Uh, hopefully all this uh, uh, COVID stuff will be, uh, you know, a thing yeah. of the past and things will be a little bit more normal. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of entries from a lot of countries right now, and they're going to have uh, – Vintage, I guess you mentioned, as well as uh, regular. Yeah, uh, I heard yeah. a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's so uh, that's nice as well. Just kind of on what really shows up. Yeah. But the they're trying to get a really good idea, you know, and actually get people to, to enter and stuff. Yeah, and uh, it's important. Uh, just like anything right now, um, you know, everyone can, uh, well, number one, use getting out of the house. But also these folks need support. So uh, throwing this event, uh, Pedro, uh is uh, you know going going out on a limb here and getting an international TT out there in Mexico and that's a really really cool thing. Uh, he's uh, already successfully done the hill climb. I think this will be the fourth year, but uh, the fact of the matter that uh, he's now trying to do a TT in uh, Mexico is really really awesome. Yeah, uh, yep. that, that's really cool. Uh, talking about that, I think also the Kane Good. Road races are in November as well, and uh, I still need no to get some more info on that. But that that's another neat one. Uh, uh, down there as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, just, I've heard just uh, that's about it. All I've heard about, it. but yeah, it's great. Our Argentine buddies went there, but they're we're supposed to meet him there. Yeah, uh, let's we, we haven't found the map yet. Yeah, let's, let's hope next year. I think everyone's just open for next year and just uh, do a do over completely. But uh, that being said, um, yeah, that's really really cool getting out on the track. And uh, you know, that being said, uh, right now, you know, uh, just like all independent businesses, everyone can use your help. Here at Mutiny, we can definitely use uh, help. Our our, uh, our boat uh, definitely has a few leaks we need to plug. And uh, you can always uh, get on our Mutiny Radio website and uh, uh, 
do a GoFundMe, say Racer's Alley, and uh, whatever you wish, and uh, we'll uh, be happy to have that, uh, keep us afloat. And uh, that being said, um, yeah, uh, motorcycle shops, support your local shops, uh, support your local restaurants, you know, try and go out and do, uh, uh, you know, all independent businesses, because right now is really, really hard, and uh, I just went to Napertandi earlier, had a Reuben, and while I was waiting for the Reuben, I had a nice beer out in the courtyard, and I, I can't say it. I think I, I haven't done that since March. You know, I had a proper pint sitting out in a place, and uh, it was really, really neat. And uh, they brought me a Reuben, which was wonderful. Uh, brought some. Pam and I had it, and uh, nice, good, good French fries. So uh, great meal, and it's very, very, very nice to see Napper Tandy's out there with the patio every day. And uh, you can almost feel normal again for a little bit by having a pint and having some food. And uh, that being said, of course, uh, Berliner Berliner over there on Lower Haight, uh, right next to Tornado. Uh, they have the similar, uh, have a nice patio out there, and you can get uh, all types of great food over at Berliner Berliner. She's got a great menu, and uh, Toronado has a, a zillion beers you can choose from, a uh, very famous uh, place for beers. And across the street, you got Molotovs, and again, they're, uh, they're uh, hooked up with the uh, local establishments around them uh, to order any type of food, and you have a courtyard to go out there. So uh, definitely support your local, your local bars and your local establishments, because, uh, you know... Um, Everyone's, you know, uh, in hard times, and a lot of places are going out of business. So uh, stop ordering your things online. Go out there and get stuff from real people, you know, because uh, that helps the community and uh, everyone else, uh, you know, stay here as well. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's see here. Last I heard, uh, how are your Batmobiles? Uh, doing pretty good. Um, I'm, 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 I'm putting a radiator in the, the original one, and... Um, the other one, I'm actually going to go have some wires worked on, um, Ooh, electrical. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the guy, the guy that I got it from said, Oh, there's these little wires, blah, blah, blah. They need to be redone. And, and this is what you want me to do. So I'm going to take them by him, uh, next day or so and let him play with it. Nice. Um, so it's always good to have, have someone out there helping out and, uh, yeah. You know, uh, so everything, and then I got uh, trailing arm bushings for number three. So that's what Hans is going to do. We go over there, we're going to attack number three, put in the trailing. It's like your swing arm bushings. Swing arm bushings are totally shot in number two. Wow. Okay. Totally shot. So, uh, and they're all just old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but number one goes straight. They're not bad, but. Any of those rubber things, bushings and stuff, they all need to be replaced. If you're gonna do one, you gotta do all three cars. Well, uh, that's similar to well, my '99 R1. It basically, yeah. it would like all the bushings and stuff changed, you know, yeah, and so it's all tight again, you know. Uh, yeah. And yours is a 1980. A 1980, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the Batmobile <laughs> went straight. Number two, somebody did lots of burnouts and donuts, and destroyed those. We don't know about number three, but they're all just rubber bushings, and they're whether they're forty years old or whatever. They're old; uh, they need to be replaced. So um, we're going to do one, then the next one, and the next one, and so learn how to do each one, and not tie up all three cars. So I'm always driving one of them while I'm playing with the other one. Yeah, that's why it's nice to have more than one bike and more than one car because yeah. I always seem to be doing something on one or the yeah. other, and you've so, got to yeah. get around still. So, so yeah. Eli Elias goes, why do you need two Batmobiles? <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I was Especially driving I was driving number two 
over over to motor tire guy and stuff and once in a while people go oh nice car where's the batmobile where's the batmobile my batmobile fan club is wants to see the batmobile <laughs> exactly well you know uh all your cars have been very uh colorful uh to say the least uh and uh various ages and uh they're all pretty classy so and it they're seems usually like purple here. and this one's black Both yeah of them. black and yellow that is true yeah, actually your convertible is What's white. What's that? The blue on there. But, uh, yeah, so that's neat. You know, everything you, you do have uh, tends to have a flair to it, which is pretty cool. Got to check it out. Well, actually, your folks on Facebook book have probably seen it as well. But uh, anyhow, let's take a little bit of a break, and uh, we'll be back shortly. Cheers. Welcome to Racers Alley here at Meet Me Radio.
giving you bites? Is it giving you, is it S2 or is it not? Is it giving you, is it giving you views? Is it, it's not, so it's not, it's, it's not two. Uh, try a different one. Throw them all up. Throw up one through four and we'll see which one it is. S, S1, S2, S3, S4. Hi. We're putting, we're putting my set on the radio too. I'm like double dipping. And I won. I won. Thank you. SMPS, I get to go to Macy's. That I haven't been to Macy's. I don't even I can shop online. Very excited. I'm not going into that building. That's crazy. I, I'm so excited to be here. Allison, congratulations. You're a winner. You are I've always known she's a winner, but uh oh, did we introduce me? What's happening? Am I just starting? Am I just doing jokes? I put on a Oh, no, no, Allison, talk. And I tell jokes, and I'm so excited to be here for you guys. I wore a frock. I wore a special frock. Uh, uh, Alexandria, she's a hilarious comic, and I love her. Uh, and she was saying that she's so white, but I'm so white, I can't even make my booty golf clap. Like I can't, I can't do that. It's not. That's that's a thing. I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a feminist. I'm so glad to see so many women everywhere here, and that's amazing to me. Uh, knock knock. Feminism, feminism. I can I can get my own door. Thank you. That's like the precept of feminism. I think I don't know how it works. A lot of women like burned bras and read books in the seventies, uh, so I can talk about my butthole on stage. So that's cool. Uh, how many how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats, 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 cats. Cats! I love cats. I love cats. Any any other cat people? Anyone bow to their alien overlords with one paw? No, just me. I love cats. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I wanna take my cat. I wanna shave him, and I wa I, I wanna I wanna knit a sweater out of his fur, and then I, I wanna make him wear it. Because I'm crazy. I'm a crazy cat lady. I'm insane. Uh, I do understand cat calling a little bit. Um, I had to walk in this outfit <laughs> in the tenderloin. I get some really amazing compliment. I don't know if they're cat calls or compliments. Uh, a gentleman said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. I'm taking it. That's a compliment. Uh, another gentleman I walked by and he said, oh, you look like you know something. <laughs> you see me. I've always wanted to be seen as smart. And you, sir, you see me. 
<laughs> where are we having sex? What are we? What are we? I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. Uh, I think that I sexually harassed my mail carrier the other day. Um, he's he's very tall and blonde, and his little mail shirt was open, and he had a wife beater on, and he was, you know, he was showing a little nip, so he was asking for it, obviously, and so I said to him, um, I hope that the postal service makes a calendar, and they put you in it. And I winked. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's flirting or sexual harassment in these COVID times. It's like, show me your pretty mouth. <laughs> ah, what does that mean? Uh, I, do, I do understand catcalling now, though, because I have a new kitten, and she is very cute, and I call her all the time. Baby kitty, I love you. Come here, baby kitty. Come here, baby kitty. And then, and then she shows me her butthole, and I'm like, get over here, and I pick her up without consent, and I flip her over, and I turn her into a baby, and I kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> I understand. I understand catcalling. Uh, I am, I'm a hardcore feminist. I don't like calling myself a feminist, but I have to. You know, all these other words are political. What do I call myself? I'm a female. I'm a person. We are all human. No, we're we're people. And I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. Um so I have to I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. You can look it up if you need to. It's spelled with an I, like I am a feminist. There's no men in feminism. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, there is, but it's, ev it's all over our language anyways, right? Like girls, uh, the first time we, we become women, we menstruate. We menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do, and you put your name all over it. Menstruate. Oh, that's great, huh? How about this one? When you have sex for the first time, what do you break? You're high men. Hi men, hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi men. The the one I do understand right now cuz I'm going through it uh, is menopause. <laughs> men are certainly pausing on me. They're like, "Whoa, how old is she? Like what is going on over there? Is that the one prefix we get, the one prefix, what do we get? They give us herpes. We get herpes. That's what we get. Oh, but language isn't political, my friends. Language isn't political. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, switching gears, I love the Bible. Uh, my favorite, uh, my favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 2012 which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. I love, I love to be stoned. It's <laughs> California. We're allowed to do that here. Come on. It's good. I, uh, my, my ex, my ex-husband, uh, his father-in-law, actually, he looked a lot like Barack Obama and, and very, very sexy, sexy man. You can blame Barack for whatever you want. Global warming, porcupines, but you can't blame him for being sexy. Oh, I miss Barack. I miss him. I miss that sexy prez. But you know who I miss more? His wife. 
Michelle, clap it up for Michelle, everybody. Do we miss Michelle Obama? How much do we miss Michelle? She was amazing. She actually spoke and said things and did important things. Like she hated fat kids or whatever and saved school lunches and like made kids work out and stuff. She was just amazing. And then I was like, what's Melania? Melania? Does anybody know her name? Is it Melania? I don't know her name because she never speaks. <laughs> Say something, right? I, I heard she speaks four languages. It's like, talk, it, choose one. Choose a language. I'll listen to you, Milan, Melania. It's, it's okay, did you, did you sign the DNR or the, can you show us on the doll where he touched you? Are you okay? Blink twice, Melania, if you're okay. Uh, no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. And it's like, say something, Melania. You look so good. She looks so pretty when she frowns. You know, she's just she's just gorgeous, but she doesn't talk. Do, do you even, I'd love to make fun of her accent, but I don't know what she sounds like. Um, and she's from either Slovenia or Slovakia. Does anybody know? No, I, they, both, they both border Hungary. And my God, she's starving. Someone feed her. Is she okay? Ah! Poor, poor Melania. Help, help her. Uh, I've been watching a little more TV than usual. I'm sure you all have, have as well. And there was that new thing about cult leaders, David Koresh, and all that stuff. And it got me thinking, like, where are the female cult leaders? Where are the female cult leaders? And, and I realized, I think that's because we call them mom. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's how we work that out. Uh, I, I'm a nanny. I, I used to be a nanny. I used to take care of children. And I've been wondering for a long time, why do babies' pants have pockets? Why does your baby have, like, cargo pants with five pockets? What could possibly be going in those pockets? They can't even put their own hands in their pockets. What are they putting in their pockets? It's, it's, it's where I put that's where I put my weed. It's the safest place. The ba baby can't get in there. It's like they understand the mechanics of backpacks, so not safe in there. So I used to be a nanny. And, you know, I'm not a nanny anymore. I do. I smoke a lot of weed. A five-year-old came over. He sat on my couch. He got a contact high. Yeah, you ever heard a five-year-old get philosophical? Do, do I eat the red crayon or the blue crayon? Construction paper doesn't actually construct anything. Do I even like the taste of Play-Doh? Five-year-old, getting an introspective five-year-old on the sofa. That's good stuff, yeah. Uh, here, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up for you guys. I am, I am so old, I have to use reading glasses to pack my bong. <laughs> I have to, and I saw the weed, I was like, it's so pretty. I, I've been alone a lot, I've been reading a lot of self-help books, and so, it's, they say every day, do one thing that scares you. Do one thing. Do the scariest thing you can think of. And so I did it. I put on my reading glasses and I looked at my face in the mirror. Ah! Is that what my skin really looks like? Ah! I didn't know I had so much hair on my face. I really, I've been beer goggling myself for years and I love it. <laughs> 
So I, I had a, I had a dream. I had a dream the other night that Bjork was my therapist, and I looked up at her and I was like, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down and she said, Your uterus is made of clouds, and the polar bear only steps in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. And then I woke up. Cool. Well, thank you guys. I've been Pam Benjamin. Those have been jokes. You've been architects and marketers. You're amazing. Thank you for the $50 gift certificate. You can clap for me. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your amazing thing. That was the amazing Pam-tastic with a comedy bit. We're going to go back to some music, and then we'll be right back on Racer's Alley at Mutiny Radio.
Right on, right on. Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission and uh, Meet Your Radio. And uh, earlier, uh, we had a comedy set from uh, Miss Pam Tastic, our captain here. And uh, yeah, yeah, she had a nice show for uh, some folks on Skype that was a gig. And uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, you got to hear her live. And uh, yeah, so anyhow, uh, back at Racers Alley here at Meet Your Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, yeah, we we're just discussing uh, eh, what's going on and all that good stuff. So um, I'm hoping to. Uh, well, uh, get my R1 back on the road soon. Uh, otherwise, uh, I don't see much racing going on, uh, unfortunately. Uh, for my birthday, I'd love to do, uh, you know, uh, well, uh, AFM race. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it's uh, that the, uh, you know, uh, San Pedro Martir hill climb is just getting farther and farther away. Uh, I still don't have my passport. <laughs> and you kind of got to need one of those. Uh, as well as a few other things. But uh, a lot of people are going, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So it's going to be on October 2nd and 3rd. And uh, check it out, San Pedro Martir. Uh, it's a hill climb, and it's uh, happening in uh, Mexico, Baja, California. Uh, so go go that right. And if you can, go racing. As far as uh, track days, Wade's going to be running a track day here at Sears Point. Uh, on, the, on the 6th. The 6th. And that'll be fun, uh, especially on your, uh, your new R1, yeah? Yeah. 2015 R1. It's new to me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, actually, not much has changed in all these years as far as the R1s go, and uh, they're just a phenomenal machine. So that'll be a lot of fun getting out there, having having uh, some circles and uh, yeah. being out there. Yeah, for sure. And um, let's see, Mr. Lindauer has opened his own business, correct? Yeah, he's like uh, basically selling parts now. Um, I forget what he called it. Lindauer Racing. Lindauer Racing, there you go. Yeah, well, uh, that, that's what I would call I it if I were him. Uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah, so basically uh, he's he's, he's uh, able to get parts now and such? Yeah, more and more. I don't know exactly what he can get yet. I was trying to get some, some boots, and a bunch of stuff is still on hold. Yeah, uh, I work at Tokyo Moto uh, sometimes. And uh, that being said, everything's on hold. I mean, it takes forever to get parts right now. And uh, whether it be, you know, uh, any of the Japanese, uh, even more for the European brands. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta think about it as far as the, the rest of the world as well, uh, the rest of the states. I mean, they have sorting, sorting uh, stations. And uh, I imagine that it's just taking a lot longer to get everything uh, moving around and moving around. Um, we're you know we're we're waiting like a month on stuff so kind of kind of weird that way yeah so and he's and then he's a small new small small business on top of it um so yeah some stuff are in question is what can he actually get his hands on you kind of got to ask him you know um I, yeah i couldn't answer those questions well you know like but a, he should be doing good you know it's, it's 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 a hard time to start anything but um Exactly. He's, he's got some good components and parts and stuff and, and a bunch of friends that are going to want to help out and get some stuff from him. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I'd like him to fix my, you know, 74 CB 400 with the carburetors with all the new parts and stuff. No, actually, yeah, um, this is really, really great. Like I said, you know, we need to support the independents and uh, everyone is having a very, very hard time. And so if you do uh, know of a shop opening up, you know, uh, go get an oil change. Do not get your goddamn tires on a goddamn fucking Revzilla or whatever. <laughs> you know, don't even get me started on that. But, uh, yeah, give the Those goddamn guys. shop the extra 20 bucks. 
you know, uh, if you're going to a shop that, you know, has tires in stock. I understand if you're going to a place that doesn't stock them because that's the way, the way their business is run. But uh, if, if, if you're going to a shop, you know, buy the stuff at the shop, you know. Uh, would you go to a bar with a bottle of tequila or a steakhouse with a steak and, you know, say, cook it up and just pour me mine? You know, it's just plain rude, you know. So support your local shops, goddammit. And uh, that being said, you know, some of the guys are still out there. CC Rider Tow, Chris is out there all the time towing bikes in. There's a lot of bikes being stolen. They told me this. Uh, Rich from Cycle Tow as well. He's in the East Bay. He, they both are towing a lot of stolen bikes in. So lock your bikes up. Go get at least one lock, you know. Uh, milk crates, you know, had a few stole here, yeah, you know. Yes, and we've all heard about it. Yeah, so <laughs> always, I mean. Exactly. It's it's always if they can saw through it. Maybe the guy next to you doesn't have it. They'll steal his bike instead. Exactly. So must must have locks. Um, yeah. yeah. So if you're gonna walk away from it. <laughs> you got to lock it. Well, uh, exactly. And um, and and big time if you're in sensitive areas. Truly. If but they uh, if somebody a professional team wants it, they're gonna get it. No matter what, you know, and uh, I do believe in having a double barrel shotgun, but it's very, very hard to shoot someone in California with these laws. So you got to make yeah, sure. It's not possible. It really like, isn't. Seriously, just leave your home. Don't shoot the home invader. You're going to go to court. It's not worth it. And they'll see yeah, you. Yeah, that's where you, that's where they start. <laughs> yeah, very, very weird. Uh, but my brother was telling me about that. Anyhow, uh, all right. So let's stop talking about shooting people. Um <laughs> Let's see here. So, uh, yeah, Monkey Moto School. Evan's still out there teaching folks, so uh, you can always get a hold of him. Uh, Monkey Moto School, if you need to learn how to ride a motorcycle. Right now, Everybody you know, needs to learn how to ride a motorcycle. True that. And, and there's uh, levels after levels. Learn how to go, to how to do it. My and get your kids going, too. Oh, that as well. We need to talk about the kids. But, uh, yeah, uh, Monkey Moto School will definitely learn you how to ride uh, a lot of people are riding now because, number one, you do want to get in a goddamn Uber or lift those rat bastards in a contaminated car with someone. And number two, uh, do you want to get on a bus? So people are learning how to ride, which is really, really Independence. Cool. <laughs> get a motorcycle. Motorcycles are good for you. Exactly. you got to learn how to do it and, and learn the parameters and your parameters. And your parameters will change as, as you grow, you know, like learning how to walk. Uh, walking's great you learn how to run and how to, how to jump and go really fast and and it's just a progression of the same kind of thing nobody wants to fall down you could fall down across the street you can fall down a set of stairs yeah, and that stuff really <laughs> hurts uh, at least on, on a motorcycle hopefully you got some armor on yeah the speed went up everything it's all about helmet armor boots gloves all that stuff so you can bounce up and go wow did you see that <laughs> let's let's go try it again so we can do it right truly uh that that, that there's a lot to be said about wearing the proper gear you know uh tennis shoes just don't cut it and uh you know i always have leathers and stuff i mean uh, uh best way to go and stay in one piece really uh that, that's really really smart yeah broken so, uh, parts last for forever as long as you're here <laughs> and again go to your shop try that stuff on getting it in the mail just ain't right you gotta go touch it and uh you know uh local local yeah. shops uh you know you want to try those helmets on you want to try your gloves on get what get it to fit just i got some really nice blue gloves or whatever yeah do they fit right i gotta try them on 
I'm, I'm actually running it like a triple X to get to get what I want. You want your fingers all to move. You want to be able to. It'd be nice if you can pick up a dime. It doesn't. That's not necessarily what you got to do, but. Yeah, you want every stuff to work right. Everybody's hands are different. Your feet are different. You know, it's not just stamped out of a machine. Exactly. You do literally want it to fit like a glove. And the last thing I've mentioned before as well is, um, you know, uh, you don't want to go riding and have something take your mind off riding. A loose helmet, a noise, a jacket that has a little windage because it's uh, not quite fitting well. Uh, pants again that go in the crotch because it ain't fit well. Uh, boots that pinch. You know, all these things will take away from your riding. And uh, the, the great thing is you need to go try them on. Go sit on the bike and then go, you know, you'll know that what you get fits. It's nothing worse than buying a $500 helmet and have it, you know, come down to the, your ears. Wah, wah. So, yeah, I just bought a really or, nice or, or Allen Man helmet. it your brain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I bought a helmet on, on by mail and unfortunately... It, it just doesn't fit. I mean, uh, I tried a grinder on my skull, and that wasn't recommended, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, we're going to be raffling that helmet off. But um, that being said, yeah, you got to try stuff on. You know, you just can't buy it on online, and uh, especially motorcycle gear, because that's action gear. Everything you have is something that may potentially be used uh, in the harshest of conditions. Uh, otherwise, they're just going to keep you warm and dry and you look really cool when you're walking around. But, uh, yeah, very, very, very important to have all the proper gear, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, kind yeah. of an expensive bike and you got tennis shoes on. You couldn't <laughs> afford the boots. It, yeah. it's, it's, it really is the same thing as the helmet safety issue. Hopefully everybody will learn that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's important. It's one of the basics of motorcycling. Uh, if you're on a proper bike, you know, wear the proper gear. Uh, you know, when I started riding, I, I did not have all that good stuff. Yeah. We didn't have a hum or any of that good stuff. But, uh, you know, as you get older, uh, you get get them. And also, yeah. when we were younger, you really, you really literally didn't have that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, you, Bell helmets came of, in around 78. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like. Uh, but same, uh, same goes for scooter people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got a certain angel looking after them, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. You no know, scooters be, don't crash. Well, it's just like. Mini uh, bikes don't crash. I've been at the Bicycles shop. Bicycles crash. Very, very good. The, the amount of scooter incidents compared to the amount of motorcycle incidents really? are in the low percentage. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy. That's why I say scooter people have angels, you know, because the people just, I assume cars treat scooter people differently. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, it's very, very weird. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of scratched up scooters. <laughs> yes. All I know. Yeah, exactly. We, we get them a lot uh, knocked over while they're being parked. That's, a, that's another big one at our shop, actually. And crazy. But, anyhow, yeah, everyone, no matter what, just be safe out there, even your scooter folks. And, uh, yeah, remember they had scooter races over in Treasure Island uh, not too long ago with the Dames. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. What should we talk about now? Let's see here. Hmm. Who are we going to Let's see. Oh, yes. Racing. So AFM's coming out there soon. Uh, give them a big old applause and thank the turn workers when you're out there. Apparently this weekend, uh, this last few days, uh, I'm just going to throw a number out there, but they, they, you know, they needed to get, you know, let's say 40 more racers to, to, to be able to commit. And uh, apparently everyone showed up. Everyone committed, so they're able to race. You know, everyone's on the wire. You know, uh, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. So it all was nice. All, all the races showed up, and 
fact of the matter is that they can do that and also have the turn workers out there helping out in these dark times. It's really, really great. Uh, thank you, Barbara, and all the AFM turn workers to, for making that organization run. You know, uh, It's something we need, and uh, all my uh, uh, folks that I see on the face of my book that are racers are, are really, really happy that you're out there, and uh, you can see all the smiles and good stuff. And uh, Armor, I think, is going to be out uh, running, I think you said, wait as well. Uh, Armor's out there still, and... Uh, you know, again, yeah, yeah, somewhere, somewhere I, 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 I saw, <laughs> I forgot the name, but yeah, somewhere, somewhere far away back east. Okay, so good. <laughs> so they're running. Uh, as far as, um, <coughs> again, we always talk about supporting the, the local uh, guy. Um, yeah, low dice running, I heard too. Or they're at least having some practice. So dirt trackers, nice, and 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 so dirt trackers out there, and then I think uh, the Hooger Hide. Um, Salt flats. Uh, salt flats are out there, and I believe. Uh, uh, yeah, I hear those guys making noise all the time. And I, I think uh, uh, they're setting records, which will be really nice to hear uh, one of these days if he uh, comes on the show. But uh, yeah, they're doing the salt flats as well out there. So people are out there having fun doing stuff, and uh, very, very important. That being said, um, we always talk about pictures. So uh, it's always nice to support, again. Uh, the turn workers, always giving them, buy them a lunch, buy them a beer, uh, throwing some money for them, end of the day. And uh, also the people who take pictures, you know, they're out there in the sun as well, trying to make you look like a GP hero. And uh, Max Klein from Oxymoron Photography is out there all the time. Takes you know, great shots. Exactly. And uh, you can always check out oxymoronphotography.com and take a look at the pictures he, he has. He has uh, years and years and albums. And uh, the racers out there, I can imagine, would be buying all the pictures because there's nothing better than handing a, a picture to your mom or family or something that says, you know, here's what I have, you know, the proofs that I just spent $1,000 this weekend. Yeah. So uh, always makes you look like a hero when you, you know, knee on the ground and, you know, nice looking bike and uh, all the stickers with all your sponsors and such. So Max, Pl Max Klein at Oxymoron Photography really, really does a great job. Yeah. All right. And uh, talking about kids. You know, uh, Clay's uh, still running the firstrides.org. Uh, even through the fires lately, I heard he had to get some bikes out and stuff. He's in an area that was threatened. So, Clay, I hope you're doing well out there. But uh, he still, uh, he at one point went back to get the bikes to make sure. Uh, uh, um, the weekend would go. Yeah, <laughs> to make sure to make sure he had a class. That's, so, that's great. Yeah, so Clay, Clay uh, yeah, uh, bike hero. So, firstrides.org is still out there, running out there, and. Uh, you know, uh, just get a hold of them. They're still always looking for donations for the kids. And, uh, you know, any bikes you got, uh, kids can ride. You'd happily accept them, get them running again. You know, it's all about teaching uh, uh, kids who don't normally have a chance to learn how to ride, learn how to ride, including getting uh, donated gear and all that good stuff. We are. And uh, I just heard uh, Hawk Mazada still out there running around, uh, has his class for uh, kids as well. And I think he's running a women's class uh, coming up soon. Uh, I haven't heard from him lately as far as the dates. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you can find him on hawkmazada.com or something and uh, check out his dirt riding classes for kids and as well as uh, he's having a couple of ladies' days out there running around. Yeah. And uh, like I said, always, always, you know, support the independents. Berkeley Honey Yamaha still out there running. Uh, say hi to Scott and Carl. They'll make sure you get the parts you need for your Honda Yamaha, and especially if you need to buy a dirt bike. You know, Scott's the man to see. Scott Dunleavy's a badass racer, and uh, he knows how to put together the bikes that you need. And I think, wait, That's boy, right. you bought, a, like, how many bikes from I them? At least, <laughs> at least two or three yeah. from me. <laughs> it's been easy, a while. Easy. Yeah. Great service, great bike. 
they they've always got the best pretty much of everything what do you what do you need what do you want exactly and uh old school as well you know they're one of the longest uh last and uh, been around here for a long time and yeah they helped me out i worked out there in 2005 right when i got back from the aisle had no job no place to live and they gave me a job and uh you know it was a good time for a hair uh again always support your businesses uh berliner berliners out there christine having a good time yeah yeah working away polishing her little castles looking it looks better all the time um, uh, and adjusting her just everything and they, ma making stuff great did they extend their hours or are they open almost normal business hours um I almost Saturday. every day. Almost every day. I, okay. I forget if it was Monday. Yeah. I think they take off Monday. Sa San but Francisco. Like noon to 7. Okay, noon to 7? Yeah. Yeah, because San Francisco is kind of weird right now. I think a lot of the town closes down at 8 o'clock. Yeah, but they're yeah. talking about some some do, some don't. So yeah, and a lot, of clouds, yeah. a lot of town closes on Monday yeah. as well. Those yeah. guys down at the corner, they're cheating. Any, anyhow, they're thinking about going later. And, yeah, they need to go later, like till like 11 o'clock. More people will come out and stay out if 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 there's somewhere to go. Yeah, and you now know. you got all these little patios everywhere. It's like North Beach everywhere, and everybody <laughs> really likes it. It's nice. It's well, you get the lights you know? out. Yeah, it gets. It, yeah. it does have a nice look to it and a nice feel. Like you said, yeah. it would be nice to open up till yeah. eleven. You don't uh, have to go to bed at eight o'clock. You can stay up till eleven. Truly, and <laughs> um, yeah, Molotovs like a, a milk crate. Say that's a that's a that's a haunt of ours. Uh, you know. Um, Martin, uh, who's a great friend of mine and uh, a writer as well, he's actually nuts, man. He, he rides on the Harleys with no suspension, yeah. but uh, <laughs> really, really beautiful bike. But anyways, you know they're open as well across from Berliner Berliner, and you know uh, support those folks. Like I said, I was at Napa Tandy earlier today uh, grabbing a uh, a uh, what the hell did I have? A Reuben and some uh, some really good fries. Pamtastic had half of it. She liked so it. Good. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome, and yeah, so it was good, and um, yeah, so uh, it's nice now that some places are being open. Grab a pint, grab a grab a nice uh, beer sausage over at Berliner Berliner next door at Toronado. You can have whatever pint you want in the world, but uh, yeah, uh, support your local folks. Very very important, and please don't come to Tokyo Moto with tires from goddamn fucking Revzilla. No, I can't say that since I'm not really there right now, but uh, yeah, support all your local shops. Yar. And uh, let's see. Let's take, I guess, a short break. Yeah. <laughs> play some music. Let's yeah. play some tunes. Milk Crate, what do we got going? Uh, I got this new Human League album in the mail. Severely damaged. <laughs> Blocked negative feedback on the eBay seller's profile. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, but the record plays okay. So uh, we're going to just play some more of that. Yeah. Cheers, baby. Take Try. 
right on, right on. Welcome back to uh, Me and E Radio and uh, Racers Alley. Uh, Mel Crate, thank you very much for playing the tunes, and uh, I hope to see you next week. Uh, have, uh, have a bunch of the ladies here from the Curve Unit, and uh, possibly the dames don't care, and uh, we'll go from there. Yar, yar. And uh, we were just talking about puppies and dogs, and I, I want a dog. And uh, I'm trying to decide, do I want a puppy or do I want a one-year-old like a rescue pit, you know? Uh, I got a house. Uh, I got a lot of room. Nothing like a brand new one. Right? Because, I mean, I'm getting to the age. Of, I'm not going to be able to have another dog. And oh. kind of got a second reprieve uh, <laughs> with, uh, unfortunately, I'm laid off. With the COVID, I was off for three months earlier, and it was just like looking back on it. Uh, Many times in my life when I was laid off, it's always a great time to get a dog. This time is kind of different, you know. I mean, uh, the world has changed. Thanks, Brian. Cheers, Milk Crate. Milk Crate had to split early. Going to go get a R&L's pizza while they're still open because everything closes in uh, San Francisco at 8 for some reason. I think it uh, has to do with the Chuds, uh, chemical humanoid underground dwellers. Uh, ask Homer Simpson. He knows all about those. But uh, anyhow, um, yeah, uh, thank you, Mo Crate, for playing the music. But, uh, yeah, should I get a puppy or should I get a dog? That's a good question. You know, um, I'm going to be home for a while. I'm laid off. Yara, yara. Nothing's going to be happening for a while. So let's just put a number three months out there if I'm not doing nothing, you know. And uh, what better way to get my mind off stuff than to, you know, have a, have a, have a little puppy. You, you know, going to the like pound? That. Where are you going? How are you finding your little puppy or your dog or whatever? Well, mm-hmm. I was thinking of stealing mm-hmm. it for some rich people, but uh, I guess I can probably find one at a pound or something. Actually, <coughs> Stephanie has mentioned before, uh, Stephanie, uh, a wonderful person. Uh, uh, we used to watch a lot of uh, cooking shows at Bender's, Yar Yar, and uh, she always had, uh, um, she takes care of uh, puppies, uh, you know, uh, dogs, you know, uh, temporarily, I guess what you call them, foster dogs. Foster and dog. uh, she kept two out of a few. And uh, they're wonderful. A lot of them are pit bulls, which I always love. And, uh, yeah, so I was thinking of fostering a dog uh, when you're old uh, uh, or so. Uh, and, you know, just kind of get to uh, decide, you know, how things work that way. You know, It's but a very mm-hmm. dangerous job. You just got to go look and see in which one grabs your heart. Well, fostering a dog is different. And then mm-hmm. having a little puppy that's like this little, little, little is different. Brand new. It's yeah. hard to be. But, I mean, with that goes a lot, you know. But... What, do, what else lot. do I got to do right now? Nothing. You know, Nothing. So, yeah, exactly. So uh, it'll be very interesting for my birthday uh, what type of dog I get. And uh, uh, also whether I get a puppy or whether I get a rescue that's a little bit older. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting news. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, Wade was talking. We were t- mentioning earlier, uh, you're going to Sears Point doing a run. And uh, you're taking your R1, which uh, is what I call a new R1, uh, which is basically, you know, the, the, the badass one. Uh, and uh, it has basically uh, all the stuff on it, uh, traction control, bop, 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 no, anti-wheelie, anti-dive, anti-brake, all that good stuff, correct? Yeah, and most of it's turned off or yes. close to it. And it has so it'll jump. more horsepower than just you need. So that's great. That's, that's all you can ask for. So... Uh, R.E.R., you know, we're talking, what are you going to do? It's like, maybe slicks, uh, uh, uh. And interestingly enough, uh, what size front tire? And, you know. And so I, I, it, come, it came with a 120 in the front and a, and a 200 in the back. Because I'm street riding it, um, I even looked at it in the manual to make sure it was okay. Anyhow, I went to a 110 in the front, so I'm not over-tired. It handles really nimbly. 
and a 190 <laughs> in the back, same thing. We have sharp corners, stop and go, there's potholes, there's this, that, and there's cars in your way and all kinds of stuff. So anyhow, it made it much more handleable on the street. Uh, it, it'd probably do fine, especially if I'm only going to do one day. Um, but I got a possibility to, on a hand-me-down set of slicks that are good for like one day. Which, yeah. you well, know, so very interesting we'll as far as, uh, I mean, slicks are slicks. Uh, it'll be warming up, and um, we're fast enough, to, fast enough to use them, actually. Uh, a lot of people, you know, have slicks just for having slicks. Yeah, and, uh, I don't have, you I don't have tire warmers, so... I never believed in tire yeah. warmers. Never had them except for at the Manx GP when they. Uh, I was fully kitted. You are. I was a superhero back then. And uh, anyhow, um, yeah, one ten compared to one twenty up front. I mean, I haven't used the one ten since I've been racing four hundreds uh, back in the nineties. Uh, a very very unusual comparison. And and Wade was mentioning something that I've seen a lot in the shops, which was. Um, you usually look at a 120 front tire, and on most bikes, they are not using the whole tire. There's always a quarter inch sitting there if not, not used. If not half an inch. And um, some of the race tires, I mean, you could see them balling up right to that line, but there's a line that just isn't passed, which is very, very interesting. And um, the tire is much uh, bigger than well, what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but, I, mean, I, I think um, it's, it's, it's a safety issue. Well, geometry, Normally. there's various ways to look at it, how you could actually fix that so you would use the whole contact patch of the 120, but you'd have to have variable eccentric front adjusters on your forks and bring it up and down, and for what particular reason, I wouldn't know. I mean, that 110 is a very interesting uh, solution, and uh, I'm going to have to try this um, on my imaginary race bike, but... Um, yeah, even the manual said that, which is very cool. Yeah, I did exactly what the manual said. You got the big tires, you went with the little tires. I went with the little tires. What a difference. Just pushing it around in the garage, what a difference. The big tires want a big racetrack. They want a big corner where you can really get on the gas, really work it hard without wor worrying about anything. You don't have that on the street. You may find one corner. Gotcha. In your uh, hundred that'll you know accommodate that it's made more for a long sweeping right-hander gp track with the perfect you know rake uh, well perfect uh, the geometry but uh yeah I, I would imagine the 110's nimbler uh it's, it's basically uh, uh yeah it allows you to just uh, switch backs yeah you're carrying less weight you, you're using almost all the tire especially with the 190 in the rear yeah uh, and same uh, thing i did the same when i started racing the r1s um I never ran the full tire. I went down one size. Uh, the, the dude told me that over the Dunlop tent. And, uh, yeah, uh, always less mass. Yeah. Don't oversize it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those those are made for the long sweeping tracks that you do in somewhere else but here. You know? yeah, I'm, fl <laughs> I'm flipping tire with a motor tire guy. Nobody runs a 110 unless you got a little bike, you know, or I want it. So I'm saying a 400 do it special. Uh, at work, when it, you know, Tokyo Motor, the bikes that come in, they're all the little bikes that get the 110. And there's not, there's only a handful of those, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to yeah. change my whole thinking. And I'm going to have to look into that a little bit more because, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the ZX636 I've been running, same thing. You know, you got this, this a little bit, RER. It makes it yeah. handle like a truck yeah, compared to what it would be. Yeah. It's ba basically the same thing. Uh, or low tire pressure. 
Christine li really likes her KLR with low tire pressure. If you don't That's look at bumps? it for a while, it's, it's lower. It's it's it. It's not tall and it's not nimble and it just goes straight and doesn't do anything funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, like well, yeah, she's, it. She's, she's coming to work and back with all the goods for Berliner Berliner. Yeah, boy. I mean, shoot, she must have had what's that? Twelve years now. Like some somewhere like that. Yeah, that's a that's a K still ticking. K KLR. Yeah, KLR six fifty with a uh, foldable milk crate on the back. <laughs> yep, milk crate. Brian even uh, likes that milk crate. And yeah, she's been running uh, uh, foodstuffs for uh, Rosamond and turned into Berliner Berliner for twelve years, and that bike just keeps going. Yeah, I hope keep saying that. Keep saying that. Oh yeah, knock on wood. But yeah, that thing should. I mean, she yeah, forever. It's a little workhorse. She, she drives it seventeen. 20 miles at a time, you know, into town and back. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little inch in the kid. And, uh, yeah, you'd never know it by looking at her while she's flipping your burgers. And they got a great new menu. But uh, she's an international racer. Uh, uh, probably one of the gutsiest persons I, I've ever met in my life. I was there at the Isle of Man when uh, uh, they actually crashed on a sidecar. And it was very, very scary. And the fact of the matter is you had a choice. You go back out or don't you? And uh, she went back out, and she got her TT medal for that. But, uh, yeah. Because a, they finished the next race. Exactly. They did. Only yeah. because they finished. <laughs> we, we went out to take pictures, and they didn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> but we found them in this, in, in this little you know, house, front yard of this house, a little tiny little front yard. And they were all drinking beers and hooting and hollering by the time we got there. Oh, gotcha! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when you went to find out where where she was, yeah, she yeah. <laughs> she, got, she got launched. Dude, miss miss the left hand corner. There's a there's a curb. He hits the curb with the chair. The chair launches her out just like a catapult, and into the first little tiny yard. It's maybe ten by ten yard, and there's two people in there. And she says she even landed on her feet. <laughs> For our, our listeners, this is uh, Christine who runs uh, Berliner Berliner. Um, I was at the Isle of Man uh, with Wade and Christine. We were all racing in 2004, and she was a passenger on a sidecar, on a on a passenger on a with a, ri a rider a driver. I guess. Uh, what do you call it? Pilot? <laughs> what do you call you guys? Driver, pilot. Um, yeah, all, all the other. met. That was Martin Voldebrecht. And Martin, uh, well, they clipped. And uh, like I was, Wade was sending the story. So ends up, it leads up to uh, uh, what was happening exactly. It was, a, it was a part of the race and Martin clipped. He was in the race. He went into Parliament Square, clipped the little, little curb on the way out or in the middle. It's a... It's a hard 90 degree or so right hand corner and then a slight little left and a long straightaway. And anyhow, I clipped the corner, launched her into the yard and it flipped him upside down and he slid like up to the wall. And they they like, let's go, let's look over the wall and see where my buddy is. And he's like under the car, he's like six foot six and everything, he's bigger than the car. And he's like, the, the fly, help me, help me. <laughs> yeah, uh, being under a sidecar is never the funniest thing in the world. And uh, yeah. yeah, so ended up, they, they made it, and she landed on her feet. Yeah, she landed on her feet and said, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. 
you know, anyhow, uh, it was a great experience, but that was an awful lot, awful lucky, really lucky. Don't ask for that again. Well, I remember being in the pits, and we were all stressed. Uh, that's another thing. If you're ever in a pits, uh, you know, especially at a racing at the Isle of Man, it can become stressful sometimes. Anyways, we got uh, 20 seconds left here. Wait, uh, RER, say thanks to everyone. <laughs> thanks to everyone, and I hate to say it, but a, a big goodbye to my, an old buddy from Australia. Um, he's, he's not with us anymore, but Doug Chavez uh, sponsored uh, me and my mm. team, Team USA, down in Australia with his TZ750 and his Norton Rotary. And one of the best guys ever was just like being at the Alamanda. He said, rah, 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 rah. what did he say? <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. said, let's go fast. He said something like that. You know, really nice guy. Australia lost, just lost a legend. And, you know, I just want to say goodbye. Yeah, and uh, let's talk about it more on the next show for sure. And, uh, yeah, let's find out those stories of, uh, along with the pictures that you have. Yeah. Thank you for uh, being here at Races Alley at Meetney Radio, and uh, enjoy your day. Cheers. Take a break from the social isolation and come out to All Jokes, the daytime outdoor comedy show at All Good Pizza in Bayview on Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Where Drea Myers hosts a super funny lineup of comedians. Grab some brick oven pizza and enjoy the show in an outdoor courtyard with plenty of room to be physically distanced. See you soon at All Good Pizza for this tremendous outdoor comedy show at 1605 Gerald Avenue in the Bayview. That's all jokes at Good Pizza with Drea Myers, Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, 
MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Italian, and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four ninety-nine. 
Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it. And don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Uh, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch. And, uh, and, uh, 